0: And so that's really our model that we're almost a hire your marketing team, we're it. So we also make sure and vet our clients the same way that they vet us. And we want to, if it's a product we, or a service, we want to really believe in it and test it out before we accept them as a client.
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Rachel Seda of Mix and Shine Marketing. Rachel, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here.
2: Yes, super excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Rachel so you can hear about some of the awesome things that she's doing. And Rachel is CEO and co-founder of Mix and Shine Marketing, a Virginia Beach-based marketing agency focused on bringing national exposure to health, nutrition, food, and beverage clients. Once named top ranks list, of women who rock social media. Rachel's first passion is social media. And early in her career, she transformed multiple programs at associations in Washington, D.C. to put social media at the center of communication strategy. When she returned to Virginia Beach to work for national agency Padilla, it was only a matter of time before Rachel was running award-winning campaigns for health systems and food giants alike, including launching a viral lip dub video before the age of TikTok. And in 2014, Rachel and her business partner, April, opened Mix and Shine Marketing, growing into a full-service agency. The agency has launched several successful food and nutrition brands, planned, the largest plant-based nutrition event on the east coast and led campaigns communicating the safety of covid-19 vaccination. Rachel co-hosts the Corporate Dropout podcast where she interviews business owners on their business growth and lessons learned and she spent her pandemic year helping business owners keep the faith and lockdown with free virtual session pivot and using this unconventional downtime to sharpen their marketing skills. Outside of the workday you'll find Rachel on a run, practicing on the tennis court or poolside with a margarita and Rachel is a Hawaii raised and Enneagram 8 and Never Met a Stranger. Rachel, super excited to have you on the show and all the awesome things you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the i community? I'm ready. Awesome. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on a little bit, but I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: Perfect. Well, you know, I never thought that I would have my own business or be a CEO. So it's funny to find myself here. Uh, you know, I always loved marketing. That's what I went to school for. Um, communication. And I just kind of graduated in the age of social media, just kind of really hitting the ground running for businesses. So it was kind of a unique time to really figure that out and how we use that um, to kind of promote businesses. And what I love about it is I think that it provides a level playing field for so many small businesses or up and coming businesses in a way that was not an opportunity before social media. Um, So I found myself in my career um, going from nonprofits to associations um, and helping them build that strategy and then landed at a national agency um, and helped do that on a on a big scale for clients, like you mentioned. Um, And, you know, it's funny. My uh, now business partner and I were partners at the agency and we were finding ourselves doing amazing work. But as the agency grew and got acquired, um, we found ourselves farther and farther away from that work that we really felt moved the needle uh, for clients. And and that was really working closely on a full strategy and looking at all your goals and not just taking a tactic and saying, just do that. So one day over margaritas, um, we just were kind of talking about like, what if we did this on our own in the model that we know worked really well for the clients that we had worked with? Before, um, and so you know, you know, tequila has its own way of making you think you can do lots of things, right? So the mm-hmm. next morning, <laughs> over uh, over coffee, she kind of looked at me and I looked at her. I said, "She said, were you serious?" I said, "Oh, I'm very serious." And she goes, "I said, are you serious?" And she said, "Yeah." And we just went back to our desks. And literally, since that point, we started building our business. Um, finally left and did our own, created our own agency full time. Um, we now have an agency. Of, there's ten um, full time people that work with us, um, and that's really the story. I mean, kind of was kind of just one of those things I didn't know was going to happen, but kind of know in that moment when I said it out loud, I knew that that's what we need to be doing. I, I kind of presented everything that could have held us back. I said, well, what if it doesn't work out? Well, we just go get another job. We have enough experience. What if, um, you know, we're not taken seriously. What if this, and so I put together all the what ifs and they really didn't seem to add up to keep us from doing what we wanted to do. Why can't we create an agency and a business where that is possible, not only for ourselves, but for other women and men that value their families too and, and want to be present.
2: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more and I, I know you touched a little bit upon like how you work with clients. Could you take us through a little bit more on what that is, what that looks like and how you're making that impact for the clients you work with?
0: Yes, so we really look at ourselves as a full service digital marketing agency. And you know, there's this word boutique um, that you'll often hear and, and maybe that's the right word, but I really always explain it um, as we are an extension of your marketing team. So when we have a client, I often will be at an event with a client. They'll say, oh, this is my marketing team. They don't differentiate us as the agency. They We really build this really close relationship and trust that they really look to us as their marketing team. And I think that that's so valuable because you know there you could hire so many people to do your marketing or any kind of service right but if if they look at us and it's an extension of their marketing team and we operate as such we are invested in their goals as invested as they are because if they don't if they don't succeed neither, neither do we quite frankly and so that's really our model that we're almost a hire your marketing team we're it so we also make sure and vet our clients the same way that they vet us and we want to if it's a product we or a service, we want to really believe in it and test it out before we accept them as a client.
2: Awesome. 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 So I want to ask you now for what I like to call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself, the agency or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: Well, hands down following my gut instinct. I've, I've always done it. Um, I think can thank my mother for making sure that I listened to my gut instinct as a child growing up. I think we often, um, kind of, for lack of a better term, beat that out of kids, um, instead of reminding them to listen to it. And yes, the authority is important, but, and, and you know, the p- other adults in your life are important, but your gut instinct is more important than any of that. And so my mother always taught that to me. And I think that served me well in life, but, um, specifically in business as well. Um, and you know, they you're especially growing a business, you're going to have a lot of people uh, that want to advise you. And I think it's important to also um, engage in other advisors, but at the end of the day, you have to listen to your gut instinct because it got you to where you are now. And there's no reason to stop listening to it and just take someone's advice without feeling like it's the right decision.
2: Yeah, that that makes so much sense. As leaders and even as individuals, sometimes we listen to that that gut feeling because something is usually there. Oh, for sure. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Oh gosh, I have a few. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to be succinct.
2: <laughs> hey, go for it. <laughs>
0: um, You know, I, okay. So I have a few. Um, I would say the first one is to invest in yourself. I think that's the hardest thing to do, especially as a CEO. Uh, there's lots of places to put your money. You want to save it. Um, you want to put a lot of time and energy into everybody else, your team, but you cannot do it alone. Uh, Last year, personally, I hired a CEO uh, coach, Dr. Crystal Connor. And while it was an investment, I cannot tell you how valuable it was for me as a CEO. Unknowingly, that would be one of the hardest years, most difficult years as a CEO. I had to make a lot of very difficult decisions in my business. And, you know, with thanks to having her as kind of a sounding board, I was able to really face these tough and uncomfortable decisions head on. Um, And that has really helped me kind of feel confident in the decisions that we made um, and ready to grow to the next level. I really started this year off, you know, kind of like figuring out all those tough things, making those decisions, and then knowing like they were the right decisions and where to go next. And that I had kind of a confidant that like had my back, but it was also, you know, hard on me. So I think invest in yourself, whether that's a coach or whether that's some type of training or even if it's just, I'm going to have some, a self-care day once a month, like make sure that you do that for yourself. I talk about a gut instinct moment, like something inside me knew that it was worth it. And let me tell you what it was. And I think some of it too, was I had a dedicated hour every week that was set aside to her and to really step away from all of the work and all, all of the distractions to really focus on some key things that were important so that you didn't put off making very important decisions that just really needed to be made. Um, And I think that's part of it too. Taking that time, that CEO time. Another one is to build a team around you. I swear, whether it's that you just start with a virtual assistant and you don't think you can afford them, you have to delegate things on your plate that are not CEO tasks or you will get stuck in admin tasks and never have room to think and grow. You'll never grow your business that way. And then my third one, you know, I call it vision boarding, but also Um, just looking at taking time to say, what is my vision for my company, my life, how I, you know, because it's not just, you know, we're growing a business, but we're, most of us are doing it for a reason. So whether it's like champagne bottle goals, whatever motivates you. So I I think the the visual is very powerful. That champagne was motivating. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the last one I have is just as a busy CEO and mom, to me, podcasts are everything. I can listen to them on the way to work. And that's kind of where I kind of get my mindset right. I love your podcast, obviously. I also love Brene Brown's Dare to Lead. That's one that kind of gets me in the right right headspace in the morning. Um, And then my own uh, CEO coach, she recently came out with a podcast called How to Be a Dangerous Woman. All of, uh, all of those three, I highly recommend or ones that really just motivate you. But I think it's a great place to kind of like set your tone for your day, even as I learn much better from podcasts. So find whatever it is that helps you learn, um, and something that inspires you to keep going.
2: I love that. And, and that might even be the the CEO nugget. I, w- I was wondering, too, just being able to kind of, um, again, you know, running your own race, making sure that this is how I learn, So this is what I'm going to do. So do you feel like and even from probably having a podcast as well, too, do you feel like you've been able to kind of sharpen this all, maybe even invest in yourself by being able to kind of listen to, you know, the people that have been, quote unquote, successful and learning those nuggets? But also, do you feel like you've, you've been able to kind of learn that as far as being a host?
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, when we started our podcast, I I think that even just listening to other podcasts helped me kind of think about how should I ask this question? How should I approach this? Um, and of course, you know, being here with you today, it's, it's always, uh, funny to be on the other side of it. Um, but I definitely think it helps. And I, I find that even, and I'm sure you found this in uh, doing my own podcast, that it helps me react, um, faster on my feet, When, you know, we have a client that needs something, whether that's I'm on a video um, shoot and need to last minute interview someone, need to prepare them to be on uh, with the news. Um, So I think any kind of speaking, I definitely think a podcast is helpful for that and really just thinking on your toes.
2: Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Rachel, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Oh, that's such a good one. I mean, to me, honestly, being a CEO at the end of the day means being a leader, um, especially when times are tough. Um, No doubt. I think that it means that I have to have perseverance and vision over anything. And that I really have to have that earned trust of my team around me so that together we can work towards that vision. Because if they don't trust me, that vision will never become a reality. I also really believe that it's the ability to inspire others to believe in themselves too, and in our brand, and then what the future holds for them, whether that's my team member or whether that's a client. Because at the end of the day, for me as a CEO, I take responsibility for everything that happens within our agency, within our team, within our work. And I really take that very seriously. And I will fall on that sword every day for my team and my clients and that that's really what it means to me keeping the right people around you both in your team and to help support you is is really important be a good golden nugget
2: Yes, absolutely. Another great nugget. So, Rachel, truly appreciate that definition and that perspective. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. What I want to do now is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best people could get a hold of you, listen to your podcast, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on.
0: Oh, you're so kind. Uh, I have loved. I have loved every minute of our conversation today. I think if I was going to give one last piece of advice. It would be that, uh, you know, I never look at what my competition is doing. I think that what I I truly believe what we're doing is unique. Um, I think there's someone out there for everyone, but you can get bogged down in looking at what everyone else is doing. So just ignore what everyone else is doing and stay focused on your vision and your goals. um, And don't let anybody else's success or what you think is success distract you from what you, you want. And you can find me, um, uh, Rachel Seda. I I am the sole person who runs at Mix and Shine PR on Instagram. I love spending time there. Um, uh, We are there on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. But I spend most of my time on Instagram and TikTok. And then, of course, we have our podcast, the Corporate Dropout Podcast. And this year, on March 24th and 25th, we are actually doing a Creative Spark Mixer, which is a summit. Um, for up and coming emerging food and Bev brands to kind of help them learn how to market themselves and to get into retail. So that is going to be brand new. It's our first annual virtual summit. So we're really excited about that and and details to come soon.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well too. So that everybody can find out about the event, subscribe to the podcast, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. And thank you so much for doing that and remind us of how important that is. And I hope you have a the day.
0: Well, thank you, Gresham. And thank you for having this podcast and for your great energy and and all you do. So I'm really excited to just be part of it and and wish you the best of success.
1: Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.